Hi there, I'm Dan, and welcome, or welcome back, maybe, to the Shaw Vineyard Church Podcast. Hey, at the end of this episode, please take just a moment to subscribe in iTunes or in your podcast app of choice. That way, you can get every message from our church straight away on whatever device best suits you. You know, it's our hope that the message that you're about to hear in this episode would encourage you to take your best next step in your faith journey. So let's get straight into it. This is what we do. It's part of the liturgy. So hopefully some of this is useful. Because I, I think the service was done after there. I was like, we could we can just call it and go home. That was a so hopefully something is useful here. Um, today we're talking about the angels uh, of the, as an advent voice. But before I want to get to that, I just had a reflection this week. It's like a mini sermon before the sermon. I must I promise you the second sermon is really simple. So like there's different styles of, of, of preaching. Usually it's more, my style is more like a freight train, just like moving through content. This is more of like a bar stool sermon. I just feel like this is just like a Barlina chat, which seems to be the vibe of this kind of service. But my reflection on this week was in preparing this sermon, it was like, it's Christmas time, so there's tons of things on, there's a carol service to prep for. Uh, this week was the Christmas shop, right, which is, which is awesome, and it was such a cool thing to be, but I found myself during the week being, there's just more and more things to do in the middle of the week, and it's like, when on earth am I going to get to this sermon, all this helping people stuff is just like getting in the way of like pre- preparation, and I was just... I was there at the Christmas shop, must have been Thursday, and I was just reminded of the story of the Good Samaritan, right, where it's the religious people on the way up to the temple to do their religious things on their, well, it's Saturday for them, that just walked on by those in need, and I was like, Tim, come on, come on. So with that said, I was, I'm stoked to be in this church where we prioritize helping people in need, and we prioritize going to those on the highways and the byways rather than just focusing on this is the only divine moment of the week. I, and I, it's such a good reminder that all of our everyday lives matter so much. And this here is just a signpost which hopefully points us all to our everyday lives. So, which is cool. Maybe I close the sermon there. Like, no. <laughs> So capture that as a thought. So I, I'm stoked to be part of a church. And may we always remember that this is the least important part of what it means to be in community, right? Cool. Um, so now on to the second sermon. Um, we're talking about the angels' voices and the angels' perspectives. And I, I must admit, this was a strange one to 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 preach for. Um, uh, when I first started speaking, a friend of mine, Ian, he gave me great advice. And he's like, stay in your lane. Don't try and preach about stuff you don't know about. So, like, I've never tried to talk about what it means to be a mother or a father or, like, or there are so many aspects of um, theology so broad, right? There's, like, there's so broad and so many different perspectives. There's a lot of stuff I won't touch on because I just don't know. And then to come to angels, it's like I have given next to zero minutes thought over the past decade of my life what on earth are angels or what it means or what they thought were angels or the wings or all that kind of stuff. Like you see them pictured and you see them pictured a lot in, in art and they're very, very Caucasian and in said European. You see them pictured with wings. There's other pictures where it's like, well, it's actually like a thousand eyes and there's like uh, there's these, all these very broad things like, what am I going to do with this? Like, uh, it's, so this isn't going to be uh, like a deep dive into what angels are. So, so for, I'm just saying that like, I don't really know. Like, I don't really know what angels are. I don't know what they mean. But I know in the Greek, at the very least, angel means messenger. It means a messenger. And um, angelion, I think it is, or angelos, was used um, 
in both a really ordinary sense, but also in a sense that a divine messenger as well. So when we think of angels uh, today, and even when we look at the scriptures, so often the angels appeared um, in dreams uh, for, I think it was Zechariah. And, well, for a lot of the stories, uh, the angel uh, called Gabriel at times appears in a dream rather than, like, I'm not going to say real life because dreams have a lot of reality in them as well, right? But yeah, angel at the very least means messenger. So think a messenger from God, which could be the people around you, which could be a tree speaking to you, which could be a range of things um, in our lives. But I will continue. So I'm going to first open up with a bit of scripture. The angels appear in these texts in the scripture. I'm going to look at Luke 2, 8 to 14. And then I've got a lovely poem by Jan Richardson, which I'd love to kind of unpack. And we're just exploring one idea today. But I'll read this one. This is Luke 2, 8 to 12. There were shepherders, shepherders, shepherders camping in the neighborhood. They had set night watches over their sheep. Suddenly God's angels stood among them and God's glory blazed around them and they were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A savior has just been born in David's town. A savior who is Messiah and master. And this is what you're to look for, a baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. And what I really want to look for, which I think is poignant for this year and what people have already shared about, is this. They were terrified that for whatever reason, this isn't just in Luke, whenever an angel seems to come into the picture and appear, people are terrified. Whenever a messenger from God or a message for God, from God, comes to people, they are terrified and they're filled with fear. But the first thing every time is that they say, do not be afraid, which makes me think that in our lives, when we receive a message from God or maybe a nudging, it's terrifying, you know, but what part of that message is always remembering, do not be afraid. And that's what I want to kind of look at. But before we jump into that, so often we hear about the angels from, in the scriptures from people's perspectives. Um, Fran put me onto this beautiful poem this week, which I think unpacks or provides a different lens of what it would have been like for the angel to Mary to deliver the message. So this poem is uh, by Jan Richardson. It's Gabriel's Annunciation. So it's from the perspective of Gabriel, which I think speaks to a different part of the story. And I will read it. For a moment, I hesitated on the threshold. For the space of a breath I paused, unwilling to disturb her last ordinary moment, knowing that the next step would cleave her life, that this day would slice her story in two, dividing all the days before from all the ones to come. The artist would later depict the scene, Mary dazzled by the archangel, her head bowed in humble assent, awed by the messenger who condescended to leave paradise to bestow such an honor upon a woman and mortal, Yet I tell you, it was I who was dazzled, I who found myself agape when I came upon her, reading at the loom in the kitchen, I can't recall now, only that the woman before me, blessed and full of grace, long before I called her so, shimmered with how completely she inhabited herself, inhabited the space around her, inhabited the moment that hung between us. I wanted to save her from what I had been sent to say, yet when the time came, When I had stammered the invitation, history wouldn't record the sweat on my brow, the pounding of my heart. It would not note that I said, do not be afraid as much to myself as to her. 
Yet it was he, she who saved me, her first deliverance, her let it be, not just a declaration to the divine, but a word of solace, of soothing, of benediction for the angel in the doorway who would hesitate one last time, just for the space of a breath torn from his chest before wrenching himself away from her radiant consent, her beautiful and awful yes. This year has been a year of breaking news. News being broken to us and news being broken by us. It's been a year of receiving and giving messages messages for us as messengers and the ones receiving it. I love within the scriptures hearing from the angel's perspective, but I love from this poem hearing like what it's like to be Gabriel as well. Because we all at times receive news that sideswipes us out of the blue. We all uh, at times like Mary or Zechariah or Elizabeth or the, sh- or the shepherders, we're all sideswiped by reality, which 2020 I think has been. And it's, it's fear invoking. It's fear invoking. But we all at times have been like Gabriel, delivering, delivering news. Um, we've had moments by this. This could be, um, some people in this room may have been made redundant. Some people may have had to deliver the, the redundancy notice. Uh, there's, there's good, these are good and bad there's good and bad messages there's the feeling of anticipation it's almost like before you're about to jump off a high platform into water right? that, that tenseness but that, that excitement as well to be the messenger or to receive the message there's both fear in that I had the privilege of being a groomsman at a wedding yesterday and there was the moment just before she walks around the corner Right? there's that Gabriel excitement and anticipation but also a little bit of fear. It's like this is going to change everything. This is going to cleave life in two. You know, it's going to it's going to change everything. And I feel for today, just a really simple thing. As people who deliver messages and as people who have received them this year, I'm just reminded that when there are moments of significance, fear is a natural response. But when the angel delivers the message, as we can too, we always can be reminded, just do not be afraid. Change always causes fear. Do not be afraid. In this season, we have the option of denying the messages we hear, being in denial. But we also have the opportunity to choose to not be afraid, like Mary, like Elizabeth, like Zechariah. And within this, For today, the opposite of fear isn't denial, but it's courage in the face of it. And in the Advent season, we're reminded that it's the courage to trust in a very strange message. In the Advent season, do not be afraid because we trust in an absurd, mysterious, but very real upside-down story where God in all his power, in all his mightiness, in all his glory. We trust that somehow everything will be okay. Because in the smallest moments, in the most backward places in the world, that's where God chooses to come and incarnate. That God's world-changing linchpin point in history 
is the very simple good news that a baby is born. And it's a baby that will change everything. And within this, maybe you've received or delivered news this year, and it's been tough. Maybe you have denied giving or receiving the messages. Maybe you've shied away from it. Maybe you know in your heart that you're on that precipice of a moment that will change everything where your 10-year plans go out the window for the sake of a 10-minute conversation. And I just want to encourage us all this morning that in the midst of the fear of change, do not be afraid because we trust in a God who works in the smallest people in the smallest ways. As we come to communion at this point, I'd love to invite Tim and Kira and Jen and Zoe to um, dispense. What's the word? Distribute. Distribute the communion. Dispense. Offer. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're going to hand sanitize COVID pandemic, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. But as we go into communion, I would love to offer an invitation for us that as God through Mary, was birthing something new into this world. He still, God still does today. And ask that precipice moment in your life, what is God birthing in you? How is he incarnating something in you? And it's going to be nervous. It's going to be fearful. What is he birthing in you? And how is he calling you to not be afraid? As we take communion, we're reminded of God, what he does. And God in the form of a baby. So why don't we stand and I'll read the liturgy. Hey, once again, thanks for listening. And if you're in the Forest Hill or the Bays area of Auckland's North Shore, we would so love to have you at our next service this Sunday. You can get details on service times and more info on our kids and student environments by visiting svc.org.nz. That's svc.org.nz. Hope you have a great day and we'll see you next time here on the podcast.